0: In this interview, I got to speak with Ashley Kutcher about switching careers from nursing to music, the creative process behind her new single If I Could, and her upcoming debut project due out on Darkroom and Interscope Records. Hope you enjoy the interview.
1: Hi, I'm Ashley Kutcher and I'm hanging out right now with Rob on Front Row Live.
0: Ashley, congratulations with 15 million streams on Spotify. That is such a huge, huge accomplishment uh, for you personally. Like what kind of impact did that have on your the way that you think about your music now?
1: Uh, I mean, I guess probably everything. I've always loved making music, but, you know, seeing people, you know, really enjoy it and share that same love for it as I did is Amazing. I mean, it's been so crazy to see everyone's reaction and, you know, all the comments and people reaching out. So, I mean, it made me feel more of a sense of like, okay, maybe I can do this, you know, as a career. Um, I think that's been like the biggest thought in my head.
0: <laughs> Would you say that the success of this song has also made you think differently about your career? Like, uh, I know you're also pursuing the, the nursing, but now that this is here, like, do you see more of an opportunity to just focus more on the music part?
1: Yeah, I actually think that's like the path that we're taking right now. Um, it was very you know, confusing and conflicting when I was in nursing school. I actually did graduate in December. So I am graduated, um, have a nursing degree, but I actually signed to Darkroom Interscope um, and work with them full-time now um, doing music. And I did walk away from nursing. And, you know, I mean, yeah, like having those numbers and everything to back that decision and having a, an awesome team, uh, definitely helped walk away a little bit from nursing. I felt like I started helping more people, you know, with music than I did in the hospital. And I think that's when I felt very comfortable with switching over. Um, yeah, but it's been hard. It's been weird. It's been like kind of a life switch. And I know everything's been crazy with um, with everybody in the world. So it's been weird to have a career change in the middle of not really be able to experience the full extent to like, the, especially the career that you're, and now which is for me you know probably a lot of live touring and uh, shows and you know collaborating and so it's it's been weird and different but I'm excited for you know what's to come and I get my second vaccine tomorrow so <laughs> I'm super excited about that.
0: The fact that that this is new how do you feel that your artist development process has been do you feel like it's just been something that was like almost kind of rushed because of the success of the song?
1: Uh, No, honestly, I felt like I have been working on this for a while. And I always tell people, like, because I really didn't, that, like, I never meant to do what I did online. Um, I wasn't trying to, you know, get a certain amount of numbers or anything like that. I mean, it was cool, but I didn't feel like, oh, I I need this. You know, I just had a lot of fun with it. And I've been doing music. I mean, doing music. I mean, I play, I've played music ever since I was younger. I learned how to play guitar. I was put in piano lessons. Didn't really like piano lessons. But, um, you know, as a kid, you just kind of, like, don't really want to be in lessons like I just want to do my own thing so that's when I like got a guitar and taught myself how to play guitar at like 16 played in my school variety show when I was you know younger I did a lot of like little things here and there it wasn't until I got to college that I like really felt like you know kind of exploring what I could do with music since I loved it so much and kind of seeing you know the extreme I could take a hobby to um and so that's what I did I mean I got I reached out a bar reached out to me, um, from my hometown. Oh, I guess not really hometown, my college town, um, Towson, Maryland. And they asked me if I wanted to play a three hour set. And I was kind of like, no, I can't, I can't play like a three hour set. Like I don't know how to even play for like, I don't know how to play like three songs like in a row right now. Um, so after a while I like texted them back. I was like, fine, I'll take it. I was working like a waitressing job and I was like, get me out of here. Like I'm not making anything. Why am I spending all my nights here for like 30 bucks sometimes? so i decided to take the gig um i spent like the next like month like getting together like an ipad my dad's old ipad um this app called band helper that was like super helpful um putting together all these songs what capo i was on what chords i'd do and put together a three-hour set and i played it that day the bar and from there on i was you know the next bar asked me to play from seeing me there um And it just kept kind of funneling. I was like, okay, people are actually like hiring me to play around Baltimore for live music. Like, why not turn this into a job? And I did, I started playing so much. I started having bars reach out to me. I started reaching out to other places. Um, I wanted to play. If I wanted like a restaurant, I like their food. I was like, I'm gonna try to get a gig there and see what they say. Every time I'd go out to eat, and be like, Do you guys have live music here? Like sometimes. And I just like start a conversation. I was like, oh yeah, and actually play at like this place, this place. And, like, oh, we know those places, we know those people. And I was like, Yeah, like here's my here's my card. I like print out these business cards and everything. So I started like a little business um of you know, this acoustic session of you know a younger girl playing top 40 hits but I can also do some throwbacks for you if you want um just kind of branding that and so after that I started doing like I started um getting my songs produced but I just started writing in college I just met like a producer and he was a DJ and we just started working together and I wrote like my first full song um it was just because it sounded so cool I wrote it there with him um going through like you know messing around with piano and stuff which I've just never like messed around I never heard my voice like sound kind of like good like that and it, it came up to you know continuing on now with lust and hands myself and I just you know the night um I got back lust I was like I loved the song and I was like but no one's really hearing this like I'm doing this for fun but like at a certain point you know you're paying for production it's fun but it's like God I kind of wish it got out there a little bit more you know so I posted it on TikTok the next day and I didn't like blow up at all, but like I had, you know, thousands and thousands more likes than I've ever had before. So I was like, shit, people, I discussed by accident, but people really like this stuff. You know what I mean? So um, that's what I started using as a platform. And it was, you know, just super fun too. It was like seeing people interact and everything. And so from there, um, you know, I kept doing it. So I feel like when Love You From a Distance, like did kind of blow up, um in a sense like I felt like it was like honestly kind of a perfect storm and it's kind of how my family kind of put it together like I'm graduating like kind of working on this career it was honestly like the perfect time for you know this to happen and almost kind of like it was like I don't even know if I believe that much in like fade but like it was kind of like oh you're about to graduate and you've always loved music and now your song's doing really well and we're gonna you know, all these record labels are reaching out, and I was just like put in place with like an awesome opportunity, and I just it came down to I can't see myself not trying this because you know you get one life, and like if you're offered this like kind of dream you've always thought about, like how how would you not you know take that? Um, I would always regret it if I didn't. So that's where I am right now, and I think that yeah, the success of Love You From a Distance um didn't start just with Love You From a Distance. I've been work, I tried i played music since forever and I just think it was a buildup. So, but some people think that like it came out of nowhere. It's like, it's, it's not really like that. Like the amount of work effort, money I put into, you know, music just cause I loved it.
0: It's cool that you're listening to this, like the fact that music's been really speaking to you, telling you like from that first bar that, that offered you that opportunity, it's like, this is what you should be doing. <laughs> so it's kind of cool that now, like this is the the path that you are taking. And um, not only is it like you being an artist, but you being an artist under like a pretty major label as well. So like with the same success as Love You From a Distance, I feel like that also adds pressure to your follow up single. So for you personally, when you were writing for uh, the new single, If I Could, did you feel at all like any pressure because the, the previous song had done so well?
1: Yeah I mean there's always pressure and I remember like it's funny somebody said this to me and I forget who it was and I was like gosh I just feel like you know my next song isn't gonna like do like Love You From A Distance like even though I loved it like I love all the songs I put out I don't put something out if I hate it or like don't think that it's like needs to be out there but I remember someone saying to me like actually, like even like the top artists have songs that like do 10 times better than like some of their other songs like it's just how music works people some people connect to more songs than other songs and I was like you're right like so Love From A Distance doing well but um I mean, if I could has followed up amazingly to me and having the team that I do and like, you know, all the opportunities they give me, I feel like has really got me out there a lot more. And there's always that pressure. I mean, there's always when you put something out. And I think that I kind of explain it as like, you know, when you're doing another job, it's like, you're not really like, I mean, some jobs are like this, but like, for example, like what you're saying, like if you mess something up or someone yells at you or like you you know, or just not getting the response you want. You go home at night. You're like, okay, well, it was just a job. They were mad about like the food that came out, or like maybe I was a little bit late to their table because I had nine other tables. Like, it's not me. Um, you go home and someone says they don't like your music, or like they don't like this lyric. Which, in my defense, too, music is subjective. Everyone has to know that. But it's almost like they're saying they don't like you, like your project, and that can be you know kind of scary it's like kind of scary to put yourself as like the brand you know because you work for restaurant the restaurant's the brand you work for music you're branding yourself and it, it can obviously be scary to get like you know a different response from people but music is very subjective i think i love a lot of music that people don't like and i think that a lot of Music I don't like people are in love with, so it's like it's just hard to say. And I think you just have to like find that audience and keep building that audience that is going to be there for your music and for you, um, and really kind of let them in on your life. And I think that's at the point we're at now. Is kind of like you know people loved this song "Love You From a Distance," but I want to. I have all these awesome songs that I keep the teasing on TikTok, and like I know people really want this new song uh, "Favorite What If," which I'm totally working on right now. Um, not just did really well the other day, and I put it out and continually just showing people that like, I have more good music coming out. Um, they're super excited about I've already had songs that people keep talking about every second. I'm like, this isn't even out. And that's really cool. Um, you know, but it is a business It is a brand and it can sometimes be hard. You can be a lot harder on yourself than you would be in some other careers, I guess you could say.
0: As you continue to evolve with your songwriting, uh, how do your experiences with producers kind of change and how do they kind of impact your creative process, especially going from working with Eric Taft to Mm -hmm. now with 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 uh, Gus and Luke. Like how different was that creative process when you guys were recording?
1: Well, funny thing about it now is like with Eric, I could be with him in the studio because it was just me and him and we live right next to each other. And um so I was in the studio with him. Gus and Luke, it was all done over um Zoom and stuff. But Eric's, Eric's different to me because he's, like, a total, like, one of my close friends. Like, I see him all the time. by see And before I started producing with him. We'd go out to concerts and shows um, with, like, all of this, like, Baltimore, like, kind of group. And so Eric is, like, uh, like just amazing. Like, such a great guy. He literally loved me from distance. Like, I could not have done that song without him and without his help. And he's been nothing but supportive with everything I do. It's just, like, crazy. It's awesome to have people like that in your life, you know, no matter – we talk about other producers and like, I'm like, we're trying all these different sounds and everything. He's like, yeah, that's what you got to do. Like, he's not like, Oh, you should do everything here. You know, he's just like, and I recommend working with him. Anyone in Maryland, like go to Eric Taft. He's just a great, amazing person. Um, and then I worked with, you know, a DJ before that. And now I work with, gosh, like sometimes I'll work with like multiple different producers. And I think it's cause I'm in that stage right now where it's like, I'm trying to find, you know, people who, you know, ha- like, have a sound that I want but you're never going to know that without like exploring other people and also it's great for me because of zoom right now like I can meet a bunch of different people like even if we just are hanging out we're not really like totally writing like a hit song or something like that we're kind of like meeting them and I know who they work with and it's like a whole like network so it's been different because it's like usually I'm just like with Eric in the studio and now it's like I'm you know meeting so many other producers and kind of having to explain to them what I want and what I want the sound to be Um, and also just kind of give them a little bit of freedom. Like, Hey, like I'm, I'm working with you because I want to see like what your style is, you know? So have fun with it a little bit. (laughs) Um, some of them go really, really well. And some of them I'm going to put out and I'm having fun. And some of them, you know, they're like not, not fails, but like, you know, I met met people and we just didn't write something like great, but like we still work together and now we're friends, you know? So like, it's a, it's an interesting process, um, but fun.
0: (laughs) for you personally, like as far as your writing process goes, like how do you feel that you've evolved within these last few tracks that you've been writing?
1: Uh, it's, I think of uh, like evolved in a sense that I am writing with other people now, which can be sometimes challenging for me, but I still have songs that I'm putting out myself. I think I was scared. And like, after Love Your Distance, I was like, what if, what if I can't write another song like that? You know, like what <laughs> if I don't like, what if I don't live up to like these expectations of the song? And then, you know, I wrote a song a week later i was like ah, i really like this this is actually kind of cool and then i wrote a song a few days later and i was like this is kind of cool and i think the the pressure slowly went away when i realized okay ashley like it wasn't a one-time thing like you can write you can write music like you're not gonna like just i think it's like when the pressure comes on that like you have to do something um in a way and you really don't have to do anything but like you know this is your job it's kind of like oh, i have to come up with these hit songs so i think evolving wise i like have just explored many more topics of my life and other people's lives that I'm able to write about and just kind of like pull from other people's experiences and also pull from mine. I think music is storytelling and I think that you can write about other people's lives. It's just like writing a book, you know, so it's fun. <laughs> and it's, um, it's challenging sometimes, but it's also like very rewarding when you kind of put something together that you're happy with.
0: When it comes to the topic of if I could, what initially kickstarted the writing process for this song?
1: Yeah, so that song I did write with Gus and Luke, who um, I now know their band name is Voila, and I kept saying Voila because it was like I couldn't pronounce pronounce that. But um, they're awesome people. Gus has been, you know, become a friend of, of mine. He was producing the track, and we were Facetime back and forth, trying to get this like thing done over over Zoom and Facetime and everything. Um, if I could, started with a co-writing session between me and that band, and we just started talking. We're just kind of like hanging out, and you know. Um, one of them started talking about how he had a relative who was very young and going through cancer and like having, you know, having this like really hard time. And it's just like, you think about your life or like my life when I was younger. And I was like, definitely not going through anything. You know, I mean, I ever, I went through some stuff, but like, like your life being kind of put in front of you is scary. You know, I can't imagine. And then watching somebody go through that and it's just hard. And so we kind of had this whole topic of like, if I could take your pain away or like someone's time running out and how scary that can be for other people watching around you and how I've seen recently, how one life can impact hundreds of lives. And it's like, you know, if you could take that pain away from someone who doesn't feel like, you know, their life is important or anything like that, it's just, so you, you want to do that. And it's just crazy, you know, things I've been through lately, I just like, I felt like the song couldn't have come out at a a perfect time, a better time. Um, I think a lot of people can relate to it. And I think it makes them think about different people in their lives and like different situations in their lives, which I feel like makes the song very unique. And it was also the first song that I wrote where I didn't sit down, but like my, I didn't sit on my own experience. Like my relative wasn't going through cancer, but as soon as we wrote this song and I was able to find my own meaning within the song, was like exactly the moment that I realized other people were going to find their own meanings within the song.
0: And that's a good point because even though it wasn't something you experience when you listen to the song I feel your vocals I feel your voice kind of like Mm -hmm. feeling the pain at the same time. So how do you find that identity um, as far as like the situation for you personally when it's a song like this one?
1: I think you have to kind of feel where you're coming from and like like I said like even though that wasn't my experience I did have that experience with somebody else in my own life and you know my family and so I was thinking about that and you know it's funny you say that I've actually been in the studio like multiple times and I'll, or like sitting here with my my vocals and I'll just re-sing something because I just wasn't feeling it and I feel like you have to kind of like feel what you're saying to portray that emotion like you can feel the pain and if I could and like and love you from a distance like I my, vo- my voice completely cracked in the fir- after the first when I first say loving for distance in the whole song. And I, like, I loved it. I like kept that in because it was that like, almost like, like realization, your voice cracks. you like, it, you can just feel that like motion in it. And like, I love that. And I love listening to songs, you know, where it's not like, you know, crazy screaming vocals, but like the voice is soothing and like you can really kind of feel what they're saying and everything. And I think that's super important vocal, you know, portraying. That's, I think it's half the lyrics and half how you sing it. You know, you could sing something totally flat and it doesn't matter what you're saying. People are not going to listen. Cause it's like, it's, it's just one note, you know, you gotta like really like leave in cracks or leave in excessive breaths. Sometimes, you know, don't overdo it, but like you want people to feel what you're saying. And I think for me, I always have to kind of, you know, it's almost kind of like acting. That's what somebody said, like for a music video is like, you got to put yourself in a situation where you're able to act out the emotion that you want other people to feel.
0: As you're emoting these lyrics, like, do you feel that the lyrics basically drive you to have this kind of emotion? Or do you feel like the emotion drives you to have these kinds of lyrics?
1: I think it starts with emotion, because I feel like you put yourself in like a situation and then talk, then you talk about that situation, you know, so put yourself in like, you know, you're, for example, like on a distance in your car when you were younger, and Put your ex is sitting next to you and put yourself in that position. And then you want to go like, I feel like that's how I song write. put myself in the car. I'm back there. What am I feeling? What am I smelling? What am I touching? It's almost like go through your senses and kind of like feel out what you want to write about. Um, but it all starts from that emotion. How are you, you know, how are you feeling? And then start talking about your surroundings and people are going to start to visualize that. And that's super cool. You know, people seeing what you're saying. And that's why it reminds me of like a book. So um, I think emotion would come before writing
0: for sure. Now, as you're kind of prepping for a debut project, how do you feel that you're, or or where do you feel the identity or what do you feel is the identity of this upcoming debut project? Is this something that you already know as you're writing the, the music or is this something that you're still trying to discover as you're writing these songs?
1: I feel like for that it's like you're always kind of discovering what your next project is I mean if you look at like Taylor Swift she's had like you know it almost looks like to other people that she's had like 10 other identities you know what I mean throughout her music and stuff so it's it's hard to say I mean I think you know I can say that we sat down with this like pool of eight songs that we pulled together and they're possible like EP songs because I have a lot but like these were like we narrowed it down I was like this is like this sound like i love this we're still working on the production getting that stuff together and that's why it's you know taking some time because we want to just get it as good as possible i don't want to release something and just feel like i like half did it you know i want it to be like me and what i feel in this moment and so i think it's everything i put out is going to show what i'm feeling in that in that time and these songs are how i'm feeling my identity right now and i think identity can kind of you know sometimes shift a little bit as you go on through years and I have other sounds I want to explore and other, you know, characters I kind of want to play. So I think this one's going to really be an awesome debut for, you know, pulling together some of my favorites that happened, you know, while I was, while I was writing in nursing school and while I was kind of, you know, signing to this first record deal and everything. So I think that's the identity of this um, debut kind of project we're putting together right now. As much as complicated as that probably sounds, it's like, I, I feel like it's always evolving and that's what I'm trying to say. Right. But I think that the identity for this one is kind of like me as like figuring out who I am and putting out just like things I really relate to lyrically.
0: Right, right. And lastly, what, what would you say has been the biggest challenge to during this navigation of like from starting to write music to now like being assigned artist and, and you know, having the success that you're having with your singles?
1: I think it's just still, you know, kind of, like I said, just like learning how to live a new life and a different career and, you know, having your, it's not like I switched from like, you know, being a nurse to like a firefighter or anything like that. It's kind of like you went from the complete opposite spectrum. Um, I think I'm still navigating that and how it's going to work out for me. And at least the thing I can do is just keep myself, you know, grounded. I feel like that's where all the good songs come from and, writing from places I used to write for. And I think I'll keep evolving, but I think that it's like definitely a new experience for me right now.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, congratulations with the success. It seems like you're in the place where you're supposed to be. So um, I'm looking forward to more music from you and uh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It was fun.